Dr. Real Horror Show. I'm your host, Samantha, joined, as always, by the Stormy Skies. Hello, listeners. And we're here today to finally review the U.S. remake of Goodnight, Mommy. Goodnight, Mommy. The smash hit. <laughs> Which one's the smash hit? Definitely not oh, this one, because definitely I, didn't, not. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming out. I knew it was happening, but it came out to nothing. Like, I, I heard yeah. nothing. It was like, it was like a secret. Yeah, <laughs> and it was out. And, you know, maybe it should have stayed a secret. <laughs> yes, and yeah. to to yeah. that point, we will begin. We will begin to discuss. Well, maybe that was a little mean. They did okay. They, they did, did okay, did but just... I can also absolutely agree with that statement partially. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand. I, I agree. So, <laughs> Good Night, Mommy is a 2022 American psychological horror film directed by Matt Sobel and written by Kyle Warren serving as a remake of the 2014 Austrian horror film of the same name. The new film stars Naomi Watts, Cameron and Nicholas Crovetti, Crystal Lucas-Perry, Jeremy Bob, and Peter Herman. The film follows two twin brothers who suspected their mother was switched with an imposter following her recent surgery, leaving her with band-aids all over her face. Yes. <laughs> Not really band-aids all over your face, more like a big face... Yeah, I didn't. So first of all, I don't think her face was as scary as it was in the Austrian one. No, yeah. she looked just basically like, fine. And yeah. that could be like a testament to how surgeries are done differently in like mm-hmm. Austria versus the US, like the recovery period. Yeah. But in the Austrian one, you know, she had like the gauze all over her face. This one is just yeah. kind of a nice little ski mask. Ski mask. Yes, it's like a ski mask, and it's very like just it's almost like see through, and it mm-hmm. seems like underneath she seems fine. Like she doesn't even have any like bruises, like black eyes or anything like that. Like you would assume they yeah. might have. Like so. at the beginning of the Austrian one, I have a picture of her pulled up. She's yeah. brutal. She's got the bruising. She's got the swelling. Oh, definitely. Like she looks yeah. like a woman who just came out of surgery. Yeah. And and had her whole face done. Yeah. Never Watts um, just didn't get any. She's like, make me look like myself. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what it felt like is it's it was just Naomi Watts under there. And was. with that, we can get into acting. Because <laughs> yeah. So first things first, mm-hmm. the names of the boys are the same as they were in the Austrian version. Eli, okay. um, Elias and Lucas, Lucas, yeah. and their names in the Austrian version are that because the actors' names are Elias and Lucas. Oh, okay. And the pronunciation, even how they were using the pronunciation in this movie, mm-hmm. was very Austrian still. And you could like argue she's an actress, of course she's going to give her name, her children, pretentious European names. Right. Absolutely. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with just calling them. What are the kids' names? Um, oh, like Cameron and Cameron whatever. and Nicholas. Like that, that would be fine. Oh, very American. Yeah, absolutely. And I meant to like find time today to at least skim through the original Goodnight Mommy because we have reviewed it, but oh, we yeah. re-reviewed it last year. Oh, okay. It's so been that long. It's it's been a little minute. Yeah, it has. Wow. Um. So, from my memory. The original mommy in Goodnight Mommy was not as overtly abusive towards mm-hmm. Elias. Yes. She was cold, mm-hmm. distant, but there wasn't anything like the shower scene that we saw yeah. in the remake. Mm-hmm. And she was much quicker to fly off the handle. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was very on edge a lot of the time and um in the other one she was just very like soft she was more soft-spoken the only time we ever like got a glimpse of like quote-unquote abuse was whenever she was saying that like the other child Mm -hmm. who wasn't who wasn't alive um wasn't allowed to do this or like stop talk you know do whatever don't do anything with him he can't have any food that whatever and that that's basically it that was like the most extreme Mm -hmm. it was it was a lot colder in the original one rather than I wanted just rather than aggressive aggressive and a lot of her interactions with Elias were just very awkward for mother oh so awkward she would say like weird stuff to him like that's not how you should speak to like a little kid Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I don't know it just came off like real strange 
in the, in the whole setup for this one versus the original was awkward and strange for me because for some reason they gave the boys a father that we know exists like in theory he exists in the Austrian version we just he's never really mentioned he's never shown like he is in this one mm-hmm. and so I remember the original opened up with the boys at home waiting for their mom to come back they were probably staying with a nanny or some shit yeah um but this is the father just dropping the boys off to spend time with their mother after something happened and apparently he doesn't know that she had surgery and it was just I don't know it was a weird setup super weird about that yeah she's like oh he doesn't know it's our little secret like what okay a very weird co-parenting situation super weird also the fact that like she said that like they were like a day earlier some some type Mm -hmm. of weird timing I don't know it was very strange yeah Uh, but that's not I I like Peter Herman I've seen him in other stuff I think he's very handsome so I was a little disappointed that (laughs) he was there for like two seconds yeah 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 I feel you that that made his inclusion even more confusing and unnecessary just have have him be dropped off by like a like a I don't know like their driver you know she's an actress or whatever so yeah yeah that would make more sense it just I don't know it felt like it added family conflict that ended up not really existing yes throughout the movie oh yeah other than you know they call their dad because they think she's an imposter and then she gets mad about that yeah yeah definitely (laughs) or like them having a phone that was their dad's old phone or whatever absolutely for sure um, yeah so she yeah the the way that she portrayed the mother comparatively speaking was strange and bizarre to me but also there was different things um that I liked but for the most part she just like acted felt really weird the whole time yeah like and, and I couldn't can I could I couldn't think about like why she was doing certain things so it was just weird <laughs> and you could you can make the argument she's acting that way because the twist of the movie we know the twist right. the, the lucas is dead um yeah. in this version elias accidentally shot him so yeah. we're getting some pr- maybe intended gun violence commentary right, right, right. because yeah, this is america maybe. in uh-huh. the other one i think it was just an accidental drowning um, yeah right yeah. so in both versions you get a version of the mother that is grieving mm-hmm. but i just i think what we saw <laughs> in the original makes a little more sense because she just seemed sad she's just sad and depressed yeah and yeah this one is very she's like pissed (laughs) she's pissed and like Like to the point to the point that i don't know why the dad would leave the boy alone with her right yeah like because i got the (laughs) when you set it up like that the implication Uh is that the father has primary custody of the kids mm-hmm. which isn't super com- I mean it's getting coming more common in the U.S. but yeah. a lot of courts do favor the mother unless mm-hmm. there's something super wrong with her and <laughs> like she's so much more overtly abusive yes yes yeah. <laughs> yeah I know and it seems like I don't know it seems like she may have been that been that way for a while too um like a little bit like the boys like her a lot um she does little things that they like but I don't know she's just like she doesn't seem like she's into it like being a mom it doesn't suit her yeah that's exactly the vibe I was getting from the very beginning was she's welcome she's gonna welcome you with open arms and then (laughs) doesn't know how to interact with her child who's I think 10 years old super weird and like yeah it's like she she's she is not interested and she she's like annoyed and she's trying and it's not working so it's almost like she doesn't know what she's doing Mm -hmm. with them she's like I don't know where to put my hands like do you want to eat so like what what do you do kid (laughs) yeah it feels like they've been separated for so long that she doesn't even know how to handle her son's disassociative identity disorder that's come about like she hasn't been a part of his care and Mm -hmm. therapy so yeah it just aspects like that make this feel like a super lazy remake I know we'll have to talk all about that because there's so much stuff that like if she is aware that he is that like distressed mentally distressed Mm -hmm. 
and it's like dissociative identity disorder and he's violent and she's and then like what she's supposed to do is pretend with him like that doesn't sound quite right to me you know so Mm -hmm. we'll have to get into more of that when we get into plot yeah but um Um, but I guess let's talk about the boys because like the first one the weight of the plot falls on the shoulders of these boys and I don't know which twin plays who but (laughs) I think Elias was a better actor than Lucas I think so too and I think he did really great and the the whole time I wasn't sure if there was two actors um but now I see that there are twin actors is in the other one Sam do you remember if they are they're they're still twins they're still twins in the other one too like oh cool there were no um special camera tricks um I think the original twins are identical but um these two I think are fraternal okay just looking at them they have very different face shapes but they are twins yeah okay cool like same age though so like yeah try to look similar yeah um so I thought I thought Elias was the stronger actor I'm Mm -hmm. saying Elias because that's the American pronunciation not Elias yeah I know I kept wanting to say like oh his name is Elias but then they said Elias and I was like oh Elias like uh, uh." (laughs) yeah I was just confused oh Uh, man yeah <clears throat> but so, I think they did well though I mean especially yeah. the one that did play uh Elias yeah. um <laughs> I, I think they were it's easier for me to pick up like American kids acting and if it's weak versus the Austrian because I don't speak the same language and every yeah. language has different inflections they yeah. use when they're talking I, I do think they were weaker actors than mm-hmm. the original two oh, but yeah. for all I know Austrians think they were shitty actors right right yeah (laughs) Um, but no they they did fine yeah Um, but Elias was definitely the better actor yeah definitely agree and uh one of one of my uh, other sort of favorite actors popped up the uh one of the police officers the guy Mm -hmm. it's Jeremy Jeremy Bob or Jeremy Rod or something but he's uh I always like to see him when he pops up and stuff he's pretty interesting actor yeah (laughs) jeremy bob yeah that's it but yeah with that let's get back into story we've already discussed how weird and awkward the setup for this movie is (laughs) super weird um yeah they've been staying with their father since their parents divorce upon seeing her again they're disturbed to find her wearing a whole fucking bandage over her head (laughs) yes resembling a white balakalava i don't know what that order is oh okay yeah yeah (laughs) definitely a ski mask yeah they they immediately realize something is strange with her um (laughs) and um she refuses to sing their lullaby the the same plot points like refuses to sing their lullaby elias finds his drawing in the trash because before arriving he drew this picture of them with their mother and it's from him and lucas Mm mm-hmm and then they look at an old headshot of their mother who has green eyes, but now she has blue eyes and that's mm-hmm. not right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then one night when she's taking a bath, Elias attempts to remove her sheet mask she's wearing and then they argue. And then he <laughs> and Lucas run away to an abandoned house. And <laughs> so that, 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 <laughs> that, that sequence was a little, little different from the original yeah it was Uh, they made choices to do a couple more um obvious horror scenes with her peeling her skin off and then oh yeah that was wild and then that zombie thing coming in through the window yeah the abandoned house um because you know we're americans and we need the jump scares we can't just be entertained by an uncomfortable situation Right, yeah, it was fine and uncomfortable the way it was, but I didn't really need. I mean, like, I understand he was having like a nightmare, mm-hmm. but like, it, it was definitely a zombie creature. <laughs> like, okay. And then the police officers find them in the house, bring them back home, and she's removed her bandages. Um, and it's her. It's really their mom. Yeah. And but they don't. Like, be- they, the boys no. still don't believe her. Definitely. So what do they do? They tie her up to the bed. Yep. And this is this goes back to the the uh, other one, the original too, yeah. is that they do the same with her. Yeah, uh, tying up. She tells them the contact thing, which was another point in the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Lucas is the one that finds the purse and says, there's no contacts in here. Uh, they try and call an Uber. The Uber doesn't come. because uh, <laughs> Lucas, Lucas is the one that ordered the Uber. So of course <laughs> it doesn't come. I, I was going to say to Lucas. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think he's supposed to be the one to do it because he said um I just finished watching this like an hour ago yeah. so he was like I'm gonna go call us an uber <laughs> I hate to laugh but that's really Which, funny <laughs> I'm not a fan of um speculating on anyone's sexuality especially a child's but yeah Lucas is definitely gonna be a, a gay, gay man <laughs> like he was very, just like his inflection in some words yeah he's so he's very flamboyant he was very flamboyant yeah and just when he was like i'm gonna go call us an uber i'm gonna call us an uber and then like when they were (laughs) sleeping remember when they were sleeping in the abandoned house and and the other one was like he was like tell me a story he's like about what yeah (laughs) like he was like he get like pissed off definitely he definitely has the same flamboyant inflection that quite a few of my gay friends have. yeah yeah and that might be that might be why i think Elias is the stronger actor because um you know if even like uh John Bennett from Mean Girls yeah when he's playing a gay character like he's gay in real life he does have a little more flamboyancy when he speaks but when he's playing straight he plays straight yeah um but this is a child so <laughs> right not gonna yeah vault him too much yeah, but I think because of that, like in the original, Lucas was definitely the quote unquote evil twin. But in this one, I, I would have swapped the two personally made um the actor playing Lucas play the living one, because I think the actor playing Elias could have done a better job with the more sinister qualities mm-hmm. of Lucas. Yeah. Because with the flamboyancy comes like a little more innocence. Yeah, almost. definitely. Yeah. And he's he's like the bad. Yeah twin but um he yeah his delivery is very light so I Mm. can agree with that um yeah the other one was very much more intense yeah um Elias Mm. (laughs) I'm gonna call it an uber (laughs) like that didn't come Lucas yeah so um (laughs) Elias says I forgot my toothbrush and he just goes to check the purse himself and the contacts are in there and Lucas is like no I can explain but Elias makes the decision to free their mother, which he does. They have a tearful reunion. This is where the biggest changes happen from the yes. original. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and I was reading, as I was reading reviews on the Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. I agree with so many of them that they softened this movie quite a lot, especially here at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, not the death of Lucas. That's pretty horrifying. Yeah. But, but the other stuff. <laughs> the torture of the mom, the way the mom dies is very yeah. different and a lot softer than what we saw For in sure. the original. Yeah, um, she's barely tortured. So the mom is sick and tired of Elias's bullshit. <laughs> so she takes yeah. him out to the barn, and this is super <laughs> fucked up of her. I don't think this is the right way to handle this situation. I, yeah, I don't think so either. I, agree. I don't think any therapist would recommend it. But the therapist is like, make sure you pretend that Lucas yeah. is alive. Yeah, so the therapist sucks. Um, so she takes him out to the barn where they were forbidden to go while they were staying with her and they go up to the loft and they had gone in there earlier and saw red on the wall and it was like oh it's just paint and Mm -hmm. she's like no it's not paint it's blood and I know you didn't mean to shoot your brother you thought the gun was empty (laughs) which is where that American anti-gun propaganda kind of comes in is absolutely you never know that a gun is empty or safe so you shouldn't handle it which is good advice you never should Um, right but so American because they have a gun yeah you know um and it's just that's fucking dark that's a lot darker (sighs) than an accidental drowning it was Um, really dark I didn't know they were going there so (laughs) it's revealed that Elias accidentally shot Lucas while they were playing with a gun and there's still blood on the wall. I don't know why they still have the fucking barn up or why they didn't replace that beam, but it's there. It's there. The bullet hole is there. Yeah. And does what does she say when she's like holding this? She's like, say it or like look at it or like say that you killed like some crazy shit. Yeah, she's she like wanted doing him, Trump traumatic she wanted stuff. Him to admit and say Lucas is dead. Oh um, god. Because it, got he's it, got been it. living in his head that Lucas still is still is alive. Yes, yes. And he can't handle it. He's like, no, you're lying, and proceeds to push her off the, the loft, loft, which is like 
I don't know. I thought, <laughs> I feel like she would have survived. Oh role. yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think she was dead. I don't think she was either. I think she was knocked out and he didn't bother I to think try she was to wake knocked her out up. Because it wasn't that high of a fall and she landed in hay. She did. And then she also didn't look like she was in like a dead position. Yeah. Like, like I think there was, was no just, like, um, bleeding from her head, nose, yeah. ears, mouth. Right. The, the usual signs of head trauma. Or there was no like weird, weird bo- body placement that would show like a weird broken leg or something like that, you know? Right. right. Uh, no, she was probably just KO'd or like got the wind knocked out of yeah. her. Whatever. But <laughs> the lantern that she chooses to use instead of a fucking flashlight like oh, a normal person. Oh my God. I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that. Piss me off. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, the lantern broke and the bar- barn catches on fire and Elias gets the hell out of there. Um, yeah. the barn like, burns, oh, the barn burns behind <laughs> him and his mom, uh, okay. burns in there. The ghost While of she's mom knocked is, out. Yeah, yeah. The ghost of the mom comes okay. and is like, you didn't do anything wrong. And kind of like the first one, they walk mm-hmm. off into the woods together. A happy little family sans the dad who is alive <laughs> and well <laughs> He doesn't like, know what the fuck is going on. He's gonna get a call that his ex-wife is dead and his child is missing. And he's like, Well, Ugh. dude, they they apparently they were like saying that they called their dad a bunch of times and he wouldn't answer, so he's ignoring them. <laughs> Why is he checking his phone? They had no reason for the dad to be there. Like if I know. <laughs> I would have respected this a lot more if they did anything interesting with this remake, but they just like softened it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really did. Like, um, when the mom's yeah. tied up in the original, the kids are fucking brutal to her. They torture her. They, like, stab her some crazy yeah. shit. They, like, fuck her up. She, like, yeah. pees on the bed and shit. It's, like, really messed up. All they really did in this up. one was dump a bucket of ice on her, which is... Yeah, like, and it upset her, and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I should probably let her go. But it, the only reason they free her in the original is because she peed the bed, and they're grossed out by that, so they want to change yeah. the sheets. And she tries to make her escape, in that moment mm-hmm. but they booby trapped the house so she wouldn't be able to that's right and then she when she wakes up again they've super glued her to the floor oh that's right yeah that's insane so but for for this movie she was in the bed for like three hours yeah and <laughs> couldn't take it yeah so yeah they softened the yeah. way the mom dies they made it very much an accident and not oh god yeah intentional by the child yeah and also we do not see her catch fire or anything like that Mm -hmm. like we do in the original which is the most shocking scene yeah um because they show it and we're like oh shit that was remember watching it and like your power went out or some something oh yeah remember that did happen (laughs) we just watched the end like it was like 20 seconds (laughs) yeah yeah we were right at the part where they set the house on fire with her in it and then our power went out and it was upsetting yep. it was, yeah that just totally buzz killed the moment yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah uh i do want to make a quick note while it's in my head this bitch had a gas lantern and she carried it into a decayed barn with hay and dried wood as mm-hmm. if that was a safe thing to do like a clown yeah. instead of like a like you know like an electric one you know it's 2022 like we all know it's 2022 it's it's modern so like that felt a little convoluted to me yeah that you get one of those that is 2022 and you would be using that instead of just a flashlight or your phone's flashlight right or like one of those like solar lamps something like an outdoorsy i don't know but not like oh, I live on the farm and like it's the 1730s and this is what I got. You know, yeah. I don't even think you can get that because it's not safe to have. You know what I mean? Like you can't even get that. So it was, it was a clear choice that they wanted to make her death accidental. Yeah. And they needed something to cause the fire. So it had to be something. Yeah. Because it was an accident. Like, I, I don't know this. It yeah. just wasn't a good remake. And <laughs> I don't I don't oh, know no. why they decided Goodnight Mommy needed a remake that's it's yeah. softer than the original. It is. It's way less intense. And then as you watch it, it's all really weird and it feels weird. And so you're just watching it and then it's over and you're like, 
oh, all right, well, that was kind of really weird. <laughs> That's yeah. that. You don't really take anything from it. Mm-hmm. Man. Whereas the I, other one we was were, fucking insane. The other one was like a nice chiller that just went off the rails at the end. Oh God, it really did. And even the ending scene, whenever the twin does like see the ghost of his family, they're all singing like a creepy ass song. It's very, mm-hmm. it's creepy in like a good way. This movie oh, is like weird and strange in like a liked, bad way. I would have yeah. ended up liking, liking this movie more if they did that because the lullaby. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't even go back to it. Yeah. They should have ended on that. Oh yeah. Credit rolls of her scene with that with that lullaby in the background. Yeah, Um, yeah. You are my sunshine, which isn't really like a lullaby, I get is it? I don't know. It's a a song. Yeah. See, she doesn't even know what the fuck she was doing before this all happened. Mm. (laughs) She's like, oops, I don't know what to do with these kids. I'll try do whatever. Oh god. Uh, And I thought the blatant horror scenes, the jump scare scenes. They weren't necessary because I didn't miss those scenes in the original. Yeah. Like, I didn't need that. Um, I think oh. they cut quite a bit of um, actual development with the boy mm-hmm. character, with the sons. Because if I recall, one of the main points of contention between the mom and Elias was he liked to collect animals. <laughs> um oh yeah i think that was a big like character thing for him as he would go outside and get a wild animal and hide it in his room oh yeah in the original yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and then the mom was like stop stop that (laughs) stop doing that yeah so that makes create some conflict but like they didn't seem like they did anything bad ever yeah yeah so it was like which which made the mom's (laughs) like behavior so Uh much worse yeah because i'm like why are you mad he's just he's just really good he's a good kid except he killed his brother but it was an accident Mm -hmm. but otherwise he's really obedient doesn't do anything wrong yeah all i want to do is spend time with her she didn't even want to watch a movie with him (laughs) i know she's it was like 7 30 she's like it's been a long day i've just been drinking wine all day since i woke up (laughs) walking around in my stupid like stupid like silk robe (laughs) like she was just not as sympathetic in this version of the movie yeah and like what does she do all day like it 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 might be like a nice break from her being alone to like kind of like after her kid a little bit and just do they can literally do like anything they want all day yeah and the and the dad sucked too because he's ignoring his sons like yeah he won't in, answer their phone calls yeah, in real life if, <laughs> it's an emergency. in real life the other parent would always be would likely always be checking in to make sure things are going well if this is the first time yeah he was out <laughs> once yeah. he chopped them off he was like goodbye yeah <laughs> god <sighs> and the mom didn't even like come out to meet them in the house like they had to like, go inside to f- and like find her which well, was yeah, also like she, real strange she doesn't want the dad to know that she had a little procedure done yeah a little procedure but then she's like and yeah let's talk about the procedure um and like how it differs from the original so in the original it's really gnarly and stuff but does she describe why she got the procedure no i think i mean i think you can gather i think it's implied in the original that she's also an actress or a tv presenter oh and she just got work done yeah um in this one it really feels like the mom is not only is she sad that she lost her son but there's also this weird undertone that she's upset that she's getting older yeah and she I, keeps saying that she's like ancient and old and i'm like okay yeah because we had that weird scene where she's dancing in oh, front of the God. mirror in her underwear that was the weird i i can't wait to talk about that because that i i can't stop thinking about that scene and like it was so awkward and weird and i don't understand yeah <laughs> Like uh, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you look uh, great. Go go spend time with your child. He's clearly <laughs> depressed. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Maybe maybe Elias wouldn't hallucinate his brother still alive if his mom paid attention to him. I know. She's like, leave me alone. I'm going to my room to sleep. And then she's like, it's like eleven o'clock in the morning and she's doing that. But like the also the music is pretty loud. So I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck, man? you're the one who apparently wanted this weekend 
yeah and then she like smokes in secret yeah like the weekend or whatever but oh man everything about her was just off off. yeah but like it wasn't working for like what was happening in the movie unfortunately i wish it did but it didn't she like obviously she needs to be off for this to be a horror movie yeah giving us the impression that it's an imposter thing but the way she was off in the original was just that she was colder she was more distant we didn't have we didn't need these weird scenes of her dancing in the mirror and (laughs) and like fucking having a freak out and just like breaking the like breaking that kid's door with like the crowbar and spraying him with ice cold water she was so aggressive I know yeah and then she like pushed him one time and he fell and like oh whenever he was in the barn she like injured his elbow or whatever and stuff I don't know she just like didn't give a fuck so like with the way she was behaving I would have been fine if they didn't keep the twist of Lucas being dead yeah because I don't know it just didn't maybe because I knew the twist was coming it just Mm -hmm. didn't pay off in the same shocking way it didn't because she didn't like do I know that there were times when she said like don't listen to him listen to me but then I was like well the way that she's saying it if I didn't know the twist I'd think he was alive mm-hmm. but there there's little things in the original where she says like oh he's not like she didn't allow him to eat food and I was like oh that's different like maybe mm-hmm. he's not alive you know what I mean so there's like little things um other stuff that she did like tore up the picture or like put their picture put their like photo of the twins down that doesn't single out the twin that's dead so you can't even pick up on that if you don't you don't know the twist so yeah you're right I agree with you there it didn't make it good in the Mm -hmm. end when the big reveal did happen so I don't know like (laughs) yeah there was clearly also going back to her whole surgery there was clearly also like she's depressed that she's getting older so I thought we'd have a bigger twist or like something revealed that they got mm-hmm. divorced because he was having an affair with a younger woman or something. That would um, make sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess their divorce was just because um, of the death of their child, death, death yeah. of their child. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, sometimes it, it's realistic that that would is. happen. Yeah. But happen. <laughs> it didn't really tie in to her wanting to get the work done in that whole the obsession with her looks and the weird mirror dancing (laughs) yeah like not no decisions made um like had anything to do with the plot and so that's why it's it's like we're trying to figure out why people are making choices in the movie Mm -hmm. you know so you're grasping at straws so that's what makes it so awkward because you really don't understand yeah why the next choice is made because none of it ties together oh and the dad even said at the beginning of the movie i don't think she'd want to see me right now yeah and that that, didn't go inside right that makes sense because you're like oh well they're like probably separated or fighting or like doing whatever because something happened um but we never know what the fuck happened and he's just like out after that so like i don't know it could have been like It could have all been tied a little nicer. Like she yeah. has a drinking problem, but what if she had that drinking problem prior to the death of Lucas? And that's why they went out to the barn, how they right. found the gun yeah. and how the accident happened and why she's so mad at herself and so mad at Elias yeah. and why the divorce guilty. happened. Right. Absolutely. But they didn't even, they, they didn't tie anything together like at mm-hmm. all. Like every behavior was just, isolated and just you know it it didn't mm-hmm. matter it didn't matter in the end game of yeah. the movie yeah. and it's, I can't remember that much of the original that well off yeah. the top of my head regarding their family life mm-hmm. but I'm more forgiving of the original for not like having this kind of backstory for the family mm-hmm. because the dad never came up in the original it was just yes she was a single mom they mm-hmm. they had a family but the dad never came up they're not like call dad we're gonna go back to dad we're gonna call an uber and go back to dad right yeah they had nowhere to go that's why they were running around town and nobody was in town um yeah, yeah so the yeah exactly so 
it worked out better that way. So mm-hmm. this one should have done more with a father figure because they kept bringing him up or just didn't have yeah. him in the picture. So like have it be he's having an affair with a younger woman and that's why she started drinking so much. Um, yeah. when, who knows? Maybe one night she's contemplating suicide and right. drinking and that's why the gun is out and not in a lockbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Definitely. So just like little things like that would have differentiated the characters and made made it a point why the dad was yeah their primary caretaker because that would make sense too why he would be the primary caretaker because she was the one who was drinking had -hmm. the gun out Mm -hmm. and that's why the kid was able to get to the gun right but it just it needed a little more backstory especially for especially if you're a new watcher and aren't familiar with the original right like in some aspects I feel like this kind of relied on knowledge of the original Oh, I a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I agree because once, once I saw both boys, I was like, okay, well, which one's not alive? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like immediately I had to like, but knowing that when I knew that it was Lucas, um, it helped me understand what was happening going through the movie. But like, oh man, I I should like watch this again with like Luke or something, or you should watch it with uh, David and see, you know, like, do you understand what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, don't tell them anything at all and like, Mm -hmm. see if they pick up on it, you know, like see if it is weak or strong or if Mm -hmm. it works or doesn't work. Because we we do get a glimpse into their previous family life with the video of her singing the lullaby and the dad being the one filming it. So I think that that just would have tied in really well if we got that, those flashbacks, you know, he's having an affair, she's depressed, maybe going to kill herself. And then her son dies instead. And it's her fault kind of roundabout way it is and it would make sense if the dad is the primary caregiver if she's an actress and it's always like working on set on movies doing this doing that traveling yeah so yeah and it would make sense if she was like it it would make sense if that was happening and she like didn't really know them mm -hmm. you know but they don't they don't go into that i'm just i'm i'm never fully against remakes whether it's a remake of an old movie or a remake of an international movie it's just yeah justify your remake right and, just like do it well bring in something new mm-hmm. and uh, that yeah. that family dynamic that family element may have really helped the u.s yeah. remake especially since it felt like maybe they wanted to do that since the dad exists in this version of the movie yeah exactly but he's like barely there so they just like kind of let that one fall flat and it sucks because it could have been a great tactic but no mm-hmm. he doesn't even answer the phone for his boys his boy (laughs) and he knows he's fucked up that's another thing like they there's an insinuation that they know that he has something that's like stuck with him this trauma and Mm -hmm. he is seeing and the mom is aware that he is seeing his dead brother and she says don't talk to him talk to me so she knows she has to quote unquote play along which is like insane Mm mm-hmm in its own way so i'm just like what is happening why is he not on medication like what like how long ago did this happen right like there's so many things and it just doesn't add up yep so reading a couple of reviews Mm -hmm. um from the av club (laughs) the original austrian film had shock value and genuine gruesome horror this new americanized version sands the edges off of the narrative at every chance it gets oh yeah oh that's a great that's a great description of like literally it that's great Mm -hmm. it's exactly what it did yeah there's nothing there yeah that was scary Um, pulls back (laughs) too much from the violence and torture that made the original such a sublime ordeal yeah i mean definitely i mean if he was having like a like a he was just like freaking out the the kid was freaking out and he tied his mom up but he like the the torture should have been prolonged because it would have like been all the more disturbing and it would have been more relieving for her to be released she was released in a matter of hours mm-hmm. um and so there was absolutely like the the, the teeniest buildup that didn't matter actually yeah. you know honestly so and the cops said they were going to come back later as well so there were so many like fail safes that kept happening with these cops and and um it just gave us no consequences of anything (laughs) so shit yeah and i did go into this with an open mind yeah i know me too i was like oh maybe this is gonna be really good i really like naomi watts you know all these things and uh because naomi watts is super into 
yeah doing american Ooh. remakes yeah doing american remakes doing movies and stuff doing more movies their house they lived in was actually really beautiful mm-hmm. but um that's <laughs> like another naomi watts american remake the ring yeah yeah like the u.s version of the ring is generally well received it's good it's a good movie it's a very good horror movie and it's not, this is like not it's an example of an american remake being done very right. well yeah really really well um this one just freaking watch the, the it's like they watched the original we're like okay we're not gonna do that or that or that or that or that and then they forgot to replace those things that they removed mm-hmm. with something and it's, it's like nothing they there. watched it and they got it but they didn't get what made it so <laughs> like oh that was scary let's do it i don't yeah. know what scared me why didn't this why didn't this turn out the same yes it didn't work it just doesn't work and sometimes it doesn't and sometimes you should abandon projects but if you have all this money and put it into it i guess you have to release something to get some money back but like shit yeah no nobody uh... and at the same time we didn't even know this was out yeah they they knew they fucked up i heard (laughs) i heard that it was happening like when we watched the original like they announced the remake as we were reviewing the original yeah and then i found out watching another movie reviewer on tiktok say these are my favorite horror movies that have come out on different streaming platforms in 2022 and he said uh good night mommy u.s remake it came out but it wasn't his favorite he just said this one did come out like mm-hmm. what it's out i didn't hear anything about it yeah like shit did totally uh, under the rug yeah literally yeah well, we found it we found you and we watched you so yeah. we know you fucked up so I don't know why they felt the need to remake it other than the reason I think a lot of international movies end up getting a U.S. remake is people don't want to read subtitles and that's really stupid. Oh, that does make sense. I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, for convenience only. Mm -hmm. But you're losing the heart of the the movie and what makes it scary. Mm -hmm. Cause that was like a really shocking movie. Yeah. <laughs> so like this movie is not at all shocked. I was just shocked at how it wasn't that good at all. That's what was shocked me. Yeah. So like I remember damn. racists and xenophobes being upset when Parasite not only won Best International Feature but it won Best Picture overall overall at the Oscars. Well, that was the yeah. best one. Yeah, that, it was the best that's one. That's all there is to it. But people were upset because it wasn't yeah. a U.S. movie, but that's not a criteria for winning best no, motion picture. It is not. And I'm glad. And you know what? Parasite is thrilling and scary. And I'm glad that it's like a movie that has that element of horror. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's such an incredible. I was so excited when that happened. And again, I wouldn't be fully against, like, I've heard rumors that they're going to do an American remake of Parasite. Oh, why? why? I don't know. <laughs> it, like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work because we're not in that same region where it makes sense with the plot. Oh, like, my God. Like, I could see it potentially making sense, but that would require an American director to understand. Yeah, right. But you even know, still, don't even do it. It's yeah. fine. Just make, like, if you want, oh. Because God. there are major class differences <laughs> in the United Say States. It. They're but on. but I don't it's think a lot, it's exactly the same. It's not exactly the same. I right? think it's a lot harder to change your social status yeah. in a country like South Korea. And that's what Parasite is critiquing. And yeah. you could theoretically still do that in the United States. But I don't know if an American director fully understands like no. that whole message of what um, uh, director's name is escaping me because I want to pronounce it right. But I don't think I will um, oh yeah I'll, I'll pull it up and see if i can pronounce it for you uh, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, that was 2019 already I wow know. fucking wild how time moves <laughs> oh it's just crazy we lost three fucking it, years to this pandemic his but name is bong bong joon ho bong joon ho yes um like he was critiquing that social structure structure of south korea so i think theoretically in a way you could still do that in america but i don't like using this movie as an example like they got it they got what made it eerie but they Mm -hmm. didn't get what made it disturbing what made it chilling what 
made people love it yeah. so much. Yeah. And you know what? They could have tried a little harder to do that because that instance wasn't separated by like the regional culture. Mm. We They could have figured it out and, and added something to it and they could have pushed it over the edge even, you know, but they, they just took, they took 10 steps back instead. And yeah. it's, it's a shame. Honestly, yeah. it's an, it's embarrassment. So. Like, and I could see an American remake of Parasite doing the same thing where it's, oh, oh yeah. the spooky stuff comes from this family, like parasiting into this rich family yeah. without fully understanding why <laughs> they're doing it. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they'd also lose that whole comedy aspect as well, because that movie had humor and it was frightening and it was a thriller, you know, it was, it was all mm-hmm. these things and it was this perfect you know, recipe of different aspects of like these different genres, but we would just like fuck it up and it would just turn into like a comedy uh, by accident, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be any good. Oh, yeah, uh, the whole God. aspect with the one um, nanny's husband living in the fallout yeah. shelter of the house. That wouldn't yeah. really work. I mean, some US houses do have fallout shelters from um, the Cold mm-hmm. War days. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's more common over in South Korea, most likely because of the impending threat all the time of Nuclear North Korea. War. Yeah. God. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. American remakes are interesting. When they're done well, they are well received, like we saw with The Ring and I'm sure other US remakes. But when they just exist to exist and for people not to have to read subtitles, then this is the yeah. garbage that you get so enjoy but you're missing out with not watching the original making this off so going into production um i think i think this movie looked fine yeah i don't think like the other one was beautiful like very oh very oh my god yeah Uh, the only thing i could think about was like in the in the original where where they're at they have these like weird the ground is so weird that they go and like jump up and down on like these gas pockets underneath Mm -hmm. the the dirt in the ground like this is insane remember that part in the beginning i was Mm -hmm. like this is crazy so everything about it is eerie and beautiful and their home is great but the space Mm -hmm. they're in is very isolated but yet beautiful and here they're just on like the farmhouse in new york and i'm like okay rad yeah it (laughs) just like the cinematography was done well i like some of the shots they used to kind of hint that Lucas wasn't real he was a ghost um like (laughs) the one that comes to mind just because I finished watching this today yeah when Elias is talking to the police officer and Lucas is behind the glass door and he's a little he feels transparent I thought that was Mm -hmm. a very well done shot I don't know the the original was just so beautifully shot and in such a beautiful location yeah this one just like it was just fine you're absolutely right it was good because a lot of money was put into it we had big actors and um the location was nice because the home was beautiful because a rich person lived there and mm-hmm. that that is that and that's what it was yeah. yeah there were some nice shots that were they actually thought about it that time um and then there were instances where you know everything was in shadows or like everything had to be dark during the day because she was healing like the dancing scene but other than that it was just bright and and you know not too bright not too dark everything was just pretty balanced very well but it was just fine yeah no gore to talk about no nothing but mm-hmm. no no gnarly face scars like everything looked yeah. fine and i'm like right, there's literally nothing wrong we didn't see right. the mom catch on fire no and also when we did see the flashbacks of her in the barn with like the dead kid there was some blood like on mm-hmm. her like shirt but like i was like dude i need to like see it happen if we're gonna like, go there like what was this rated i didn't even look i think it's rated r um why maybe less uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah because now i'm like starting to question like what how is this a horror movie it's just like a movie that's it's like one of those like black like horror noir or i don't i don't know what i'm trying to say but it's it's definitely not what they wanted it to be um yeah this is rated r so i don't know yeah. why it's rated did they r. swear they may have sworn i didn't uh, even notice i didn't <laughs> <they> either did. <laughs> um but no that's God. a good point this could have easily been pg-13 and reached Dude, a wider audience that's what i'm but, saying like there's no like, nudity 
Um, no. Oh, dude, it said there was nudity when I was about to watch it, though, on the Amazon Ooh. Prime thing. It was like, and I was like, oh, is there going to be like a nakedness? You know what I mean? But like, there wasn't any. She was in the tub, okay. And then she was in her under broad underwear, okay. Mm-hmm. But there was not nudity, in my opinion. Like, no. wait, I don't know. So, whatever, man. Amazon Prime like had me go and I was like is she gonna be naked like she wasn't funny games is it gonna be like that intense and they had me going but no no reason for her to have been naked so Mm-mm. yeah um no that's on. a really good point right and that raises something else that kept popping into my mind is this movie came out this year but it felt dated in a way that's what I was feeling that whole time and I don't know why I felt that way like yeah they had smartphones like whatever they play outside but like it felt older like it Mm -hmm. felt like everyone was out of touch or something weird Mm -hmm. I just got that vibe too I really did yeah I'm glad you brought that up like it was it felt weirdly dated and I can't put my finger on it either maybe it's like even with a PG-13 horror movie like um, 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 A Quiet Place, yeah, they killed a kid like oh, in the first five minutes. Yeah. So maybe that's why I feel like it's dated because we didn't see the death of Lucas. Not that I want to see a kid get shot. Right. But I've made this comment with other horror movies we watched where they're getting bolder with killing kids. Like that felt like it mm-hmm. used to kind of be a taboo even in horror is to kill a kid no no but sam you're right i don't know if you watched this new movie that was on netflix maybe a, a month or so ago and it has myla kunis in it and it's called the luckiest girl alive i've been wanting to watch it i have not yet do you'll they kill have a kid? to watch it. they do because there's an, a reenactment of a school shooting Oh. And they just are, they're, they're showing the deaths of many kids with guns. And it's really, when I was watching it, I was like, wow, this is like a lot, but yeah. th- it's, it's becoming a thing, man. Yeah. So, so maybe that's why it felt a little dated to me is that there wasn't like a super shocking image. And... Yeah. But also we were led to believe that if it's a remake, they should be aware that the original had that. So mm-hmm. we're waiting for that to happen and it doesn't. Yeah like the shocking image of the mom burning alive yeah so it's like a double awkward yeah it's like two awkward things where it's like they didn't even do it Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to have it and also they did they left it out although they were supposed to have something and they had nothing yeah ugh lasai (laughs) so (laughs) shit talking about it really made me like it a whole lot less than when we started (laughs) yeah I mean I give I give this movie a meh yeah, I give it a med too. I mean, it wasn't bad. You might as well watch it just to see what's up, especially if you're a fan of the original, just so yeah. you can just have this, you know, divisive discussion, like, and see what is a good one and what is a bad one. And this is a great example of what not to do. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't do it to do it. Yeah. Man, meh. What's our worst rating? We haven't done it really bad. Um, what the <laughs> fuck did you. I just watch? <laughs> um it's what the fuck did i just watch oh what the fuck did i just watch this wasn't that bad but it was just like it was so baseline the whole time like Mm -hmm. monotonous that it was just like a mess. it felt so safe compared to the original it did it felt too safe and i was just like i don't feel anything either way i don't feel strongly either way so i just feel right in the middle so i think it's fine If if you're a fan of the original, you'll just be confused why they remade it like we are. And if you're a new viewer, you'll be confused about what happened. Yeah. Now I kind of want to watch it with Luke to see Mm -hmm. what he thinks of if they, you know what I mean? Just to see if if from an outside perspective, if they tied the strings together well. Yeah. And if it's easy to understand that Lucas is not alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it kind of like, because once we started watching Good and Mom, I was like, oh shit, he's dead. The kid is not alive, like right away. <laughs> but it was cool to have that in my head. I was like, oh shit, am I right? How did he die? You know, like, because mm-hmm. when you know it, you watch the rest of the movie trying to figure out what happened to him, though. Yeah. And that's still fun. But this one was like, there's no fun at all. So shit. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess oh we said realistic aspects oh god um realistic Uh, aspects is an alcoholic mom that's pretty scary yeah yeah like uh an an actor 
yeah. <laughs> you should don't know she's pretending to like you a dad your dad just, just fucking not answering your phone calls a dad who's happy to abandon you at the drop of a hat uh, yeah he's like just go just go in she'll meet you in there happen to go find your mom in there um having the police you think you're being taken to safety but you're being taken back to your your house you're like your abusive oh. parent yeah. um being having dissociated identity disorder like for real mm-hmm. like dang having a child that had that trauma and, yeah. and that that happened you know what I mean oh my mm-hmm. gosh so many things uh, the whole thing is quite it's very realistic um all the pieces can be taken um and also the gun violence thing so all of that stuff is very realistic and very scary they just didn't use it in the right way to present it to an audience they're like oh this is gonna be really intense and it just did not work it didn't mm-hmm. not like the other one did and so you have to watch both to kind of understand how we mean when we say intense, because it can be much more than it was if you've only seen the American remake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that all that? I think that's it. But yeah, meh, 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 meh. meh. But go watch it on Amazon Prime. That's where we watched it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I've got the outro notes pulled up. Sam, are we ready to wrap it up? I'm ready. Oh, I know. I don't think I have anything else to say. All right. Excellent. Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. Uh, today we learned uh, that you should maybe try a different like tactic to help heal your son's trauma instead of pretending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of saying, just say it, say Lucas is dead. I don't know. That seems extra traumatic to like re-traumatize him, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, if you're a police officer, what I think I learned is that if you have a gut feeling that something is wrong, then like maybe try to, I don't know. I don't know if they can go go in the house and look around and see if everything's okay, but like maybe stick around for longer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just all these little things. Anyway, like what you hear, you can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pandora. Really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. Also, I want to make a note that after the holidays, I will be updating this outro. We're also on Instagram. I don't oh, know yeah. if I ever mentioned that ever before. <laughs> But, um, we're mostly on Instagram. I don't think we've updated the outro since we started, so. I'm going to take care of that business right now. And also, because Twitter is in shambles, Sam recently, we're on TikTok too. Yeah. And we're on another thing. Uh, Uh, Sam, what is that other thing? Hive. Hive, okay. So, yeah, we're just, not just on Facebook and Twitter. (laughs) Um, We're on it all. Just find us real horror show podcast you will find us we have the same uh profile picture yes anyway want to interact with us want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires comment on our website or email us at real horror show podcast at gmail.com want to argue with us about something or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers on the internet submissions are open for movie reviews check out the submit page on our website before sending us anything And if it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. We love horror. And if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the buy us a coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily, and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. And any other pertinent news, I do want to say that it's December 16th right now while we're recording this, so that means the holidays are right around the corner. So there may be a little breaky poo that's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, yeah, other than that, I don't think there's anything else pertinent to discuss. 
I don't think so. Yeah, we'll let you know when we have break poo and then we'll be back at it first thing in the new year, 2023, baby. Hell yeah. Our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off. Bye.